Hola and welcome to Within. This is a place where we all come together to remember who we really are. And I am your host, Nina Segura, and you know, it's not a coincidence that we are here today. It only means that we are ready and it's time. It's time to go within to live our truth. So let's get started. Hola, hola, welcome to this episode. Uh, today it's 6 a.m. and I am recording this. I woke up early because it's my partner's uh, birthday and um, I have prepared a couple of things for him. And you know, due to the condition in the world that we're going through, um, I was not able to book any any appointment or any restaurant or any activity to celebrate his birthday. I was not able to go and buy something at the shops. Um, so I had to get creative. And I never bake. I am, if you know me, <laughs> I'm not really into in the kitchen. Like, I, it's not my skill to cook. <laughs> But I thought it's going to be really, you know, special for him to prepare uh, one of his favorites. Um, mom's cake <laughs> so i contact his mom and i ask her uh, what is the recipe so oh my god can you believe what does it mean to prepare uh, a mom's recipe so it's my first time baking a cake so i'm gonna do this cake and it's a mom's recipe so i'm really nervous <laughs> And I woke up today thinking really, no, feeling really stressed <laughs> and really nervous about, oh my God, I hope it goes well because he's working during the morning and I'm going to see him in the afternoon, like around 2 p.m. lunchtime and we're going to go for a picnic. Hopefully it doesn't rain, but I have to have ready that cake. So wish me luck with my baking. But before I go in there, I thought I'm going to come and talk to you about this topic, which is kind of, it flows for me, <laughs> you know, I don't flow in the kitchen, but I thought I'm going to do this before so that I feel like in flow. <laughs> so being said that, let's talk about what I wanted to share with you today. And the topic is triggers. So have you ever been called that you are a drama queen or that you are being a dramatic person? And if before you were feeling bad about whatever was the situation, now with that statement, you might feel even worse, right? But let me tell you that you are not alone because I've been there so many times. And also I can tell now that there is nothing wrong with being called dramatic because it is actually true. When, when we are responding in certain way, it's true, we are being dramatic. And I will explain why there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and at the end, I'm gonna also share what can we do whenever we feel like this? How can we cope with that? So stay with me till the end. And um, I remember being here in Australia, I had this Aussie boyfriend and he was so laid back. He was re really relaxed with a dark sense of humor and you know, he took his life 
like like very fun like jokes and all of that however when it came to work for him he was really really on that like he was so committed um for his work even that on his weekend he will he will be working and i remember that he would prefer to work instead of spending time with me and I would be having these expectations to see him on the weekend at least uh, but that didn't happen and I would be like what I would be feeling so bad questioning whether I was truly important for him I was doubting I was questioning myself I was thinking am I really valuable like does he care for me all those thoughts start coming up often why is he not willing to spend time with me right when I saw that he preferred to spend time working rather than spending time with me, that would trigger within me these automatic thoughts that said, I am not important enough. Maybe he doesn't care or I am not important for him or maybe he doesn't love me. I'm not loved. And those thoughts, as I have mentioned before, thoughts trigger emotions. So I will feel hurt, anger, frustration, I will feel sad. And then de depending on the emotion, um, for example, in my case, anger would trigger a, a strong response. Like I will want to call him and start talking with him like in a strong way and complaining and even fighting. Sadness, for example, is a little bit of a lower emotion. So I wouldn't want to go and kind of, you know, give him a punch no when I was feeling sad I would be like okay I just want to be at home watch a movie eat lots of ice cream and cry and just you know wrap myself in there so depending on the motion that will trigger a different behavior emotions trigger behaviors but normally I would call him and complain and show him my frustration saying how I feel, what I think, that he doesn't care for me, that he doesn't care about the relationship, that I'm not important, that he's not making time for us and blah, 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 why, why, why? And I will kind of bring all these emotions up and, you know, and his response would be, Nina, wait a second, why are you overreacting? Why do you have to make a drama out of this simple thing or the worst thing he will say oh i remember this <laughs> this traumatized me for a really really long time i remember it was it took me such a long time to get over this phrase that he used to use often he used to say oh my god here we go you're a crazy latina he said so many times you are a crazy latina and as i said it took me a while to actually remove those phrases from my mind and from myself but for me, that didn't make sense. For me, that was not being dramatic. For me, that was such a normal thing. Common sense is real, it's true. And I would be trying to make him understand my point. And most of the time he didn't. For him, it was just like, you are crazy, you are overreacting, uh, you are being just dramatic. So have you been in that situation? And you've been feeling terrible because of that. So today I want to let you know that never again, <laughs> that's never again gonna happen because there is something that 
helped me to understand this and I hope this is gonna give you some light. Let me explain. The word dramatic comes from drama. Do you see it? Drama is a performance. A performance on stage is like an expression of something, um, you know, for a drama, actors getting a character, and normally that is not real. You know, actors are just pretending something that is not real. But when you are called a uh, dramatic, it's coming from the perspective that what you are experiencing is not real and is even exaggerated, right? Like in a drama. And this is because the other person is not in your body, feeling what you are feeling and seeing it from your reality. And even though for you it's so obvious, for the other person it's not obvious. And this could be for two reasons. Number one, maybe the other person, your partner, um, doesn't allow himself to feel emotions. So whatever it has to do with emotions for this other person is like way too much. And most probably uh, the person suppresses his emotions. And another reason also it's because um, the person doesn't have your wounds. And that's why the other person doesn't understand it. He cannot feel you. He didn't experience what you experienced in the past. And here is where it gets really interesting. Whenever you get triggered, you are in a roller coaster of emotions. You have to understand that triggers are an opportunity to go deeper and heal. Let me say that again. Triggers are an opportunity to go deeper for you to heal because triggers are like messengers. Messengers letting you know that there is unresolved trauma within you. Triggers are an invitation for your healing journey. Trauma are, if you're wondering what's, what's trauma, uh, because like the, just the word for me at the beginning, it was like, nah, nah, I don't have any trauma. But honestly, like trauma, it's just simple, you know, trauma are even simple events in your past that where you experience emotional impact, where you had emotions there, like high emotions, and you didn't know how to release or process or process those emotions in those moments. And normally that happened in childhood. And as a child, you don't know how to make sense of things. Like for you with, with a child mind, you are thinking maybe uh, my mom, she left me, she went to work. Oh my God, maybe that means I'm not important. And you feel this is an intense pain within you, but that's it. You don't know anything else, anything better. You don't understand that your mom needs to go because she loves you so much. In that moment, your mind, a child mind, doesn't make sense of all of that, right? And in that moment, moment that trauma is created. And those emotions uh, got stuck in your body, stay there in your body and whatever event uh, in your present, in the now, that it's similar to the past trauma or the past wound will hurt you. So imagine this is like a, an actual wound. Imagine you have a wound in your arm and it was bleeding and you were like, no, 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 I have to fix this quickly. So you just put a bandaid on top so that it doesn't bleed, right? But it was not really, really healed. It was not properly addressed. 
So, but you have the band-aid and you're like, okay, it's all good. And then someone comes and grab your arm um, where the wound is and it will hurt you, right? It's like, whoa, because the other person doesn't know, doesn't see the, the, the band-aid. And you will be in such a pain because there was already a wound there and the other person didn't know because most of the cases, not even you are aware of that, right? You even, even you forget that there was something. And as I said, most of the wounds and the trauma happen when we are children in, in our childhood. So when we are in the other life, we don't even remember that, oh my God, yes, I had a childhood wound or something like this happened in, in my past. We don't even remember all of that as adults. So we have no idea that there is like a band-aid there, yeah? You, we didn't address something. And then someone comes and grabs your arm and then you're like, whoa, and the pain is so real because it's actually something there that hasn't been properly healed. And then you are just in pain, hurting and crying in the floor, like, oh my God. And the other person is like, what are you doing? What are you overreacting? Like it was, I just touched your arm. I just grabbed you from the arm. It's just like, you know, it was nothing bad. The other person will be confused and you will be like crying and thinking, oh my God, don't you see it? I'm in pain, it hurt. And exactly like that happens. You know, like for you, it's not an exaggeration. It's a real thing. It hurts. But for the other person, makes no sense. Yeah. So this is literally what's happening when someone tells you you are dramatic, of course, because the other person cannot see your pain. But for you, it's real. You see my point, right? <laughs> so after being called so many times that I am a dramatic and a crazy Latina, I decided to immerse myself in learning about psychology. I read books about emotional intelligence and I started to understand more about myself. And now I am able to know straight away what is going on uh, whenever I have a trigger. I've learned to understand how to cope and manage my triggers and most importantly to embrace them and welcome them because as I said before they are invitation for you to go deep and heal and and one of the uh, most powerful exercises that I did at the beginning of my journey when I was understanding my triggers was journaling Nowadays, I don't need to journal most of the time straight away. I just close my eyes sometimes. I just breathe and straight away uh, I know where this trigger comes from and what is going on and I need to just isolate myself and kind of process that. But um, sometimes it's difficult, you know, to, to really understand what is going on. And this is when uh, I, I go to my coach or I need to talk to someone. Um, because it's easier when someone else, you know, is in front of you, you are sharing whatever it is and uh, just the presence of someone else will help you to kind of make sense of things. But at the beginning of my journey, definitely one of the most powerful exercises to start having awareness, because awareness is it's the beginning of, of change. Uh, you need to see things first, understand things. Um, one of the exercises I did was journaling. Journaling is such a, an amazing tool that helps you have clarity about what is going on. And the important thing whenever you are feeling triggered is that you are 
opening and a space for the trigger to come up. When you feel triggered, ask yourself, when was the first time I experienced, I experienced something similar? When was the first time I experienced this? Ask yourself, what is this trigger trying to tell me? What do I need to see that I'm not seeing it? Um, just by making these questions while you are writing them down things, your subconscious mind will talk to you through images, memories, thoughts, voices, and it will come up memories. It will come up information for you to have some clarity. Um, just asking the right questions. So if you're just saying to yourself like, why, why do I feel so bad? This is so unfair or why this happened to me? Uh, that is not functional. That's not helpful because imagine what will be the answers. There's, you know, it's just taking you in a spiral down, 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 feeling even worse. But you have to choose the right questions in this moment because you need to have clarity. Like, where is this coming from? When was the first time I experienced this? When in my life, when did this emotion started? When something similar happened uh, like this in my life? But normally these events come from your childhood. So try to set the intention to go back in your childhood in memories, as I said, um, your subconscious mind will bring up memories, images. I remember I was feeling triggered um, and about this with this boyfriend. And I remember that I just was like sitting down, having a space, breathing with my notebook, journaling. And straight away, a memory of me and my dad came up. I remembered just I had like this sensation of my dad sitting in his desk and me like going there and wanting to sit in his lap. And my dad was like, Nina, please, not right now. And for some reason, I, I don't know why <laughs> this is something that I love to do. Like I will go and kind of just want to kind of uh, touch my dad's beard. I don't know why and maybe that made me feel relaxed i don't know i just wanted to touch his beard and sometimes he allowed me to do it like you know like when we were at home or something but because he had an office at home i will go there and i will not realize that he's working i will just go there wanting to kind of uh sit in his lap and touch his face and he will be like i remember him being like very annoyed and kind of very strong strongly saying like please nina i'm working right now i can't or even like in that trigger emotions, of course. And then all these thoughts start coming up again and again. Like, yeah, my dad, my dad never had time for me. Like he actually um, said so many times, I will go. I also used to love ice, do ice skating. Um, and my dad will be like coming to see me and then he will be on the phone and I will try to do these jumps and you know spins and so that he sees me like that I'm here I'm, I wanted him to be proud of me but he was not there he was on the phone you know talking to someone and I'll be like oh well or he will not show up and I'll be like oh he couldn't all right and I will make uh, you know I had already make up this idea that he didn't have time for me and I was not important. And there were so many events and times when I saw uh, kind of these memories coming up from like the first man in my life, the one that I love him for the very first time, the, the, the male figure was my dad and he showed me that I was not important for him. 
as a child, I made sense of that. I didn't understood that, okay, he has to work. Like that was really important for my education, for my, you know, for my life in general. But we don't make sense of that. But that was really amazing when I started to realize it was like, wow, my boyfriend, that boyfriend at that time was the representation of my dad, my like literally such a hard worker person exactly like my dad not making priorities not making time not making you know space and it was like whoa and what i felt as a kid all the time like feeling disappointed sad hurt i straight away felt again in my other life with this relationship but not just sad and hurt but angry when i was older like i felt like yeah i can't fight now because as a kid you don't always fight. I was not fighting with my dad at the moment. I was just feeling hurt. But as I, as you grow up, you know, uh, different emotions come up, but are connected to the very first wound, the very first trauma and memories come up. So when you ask yourself these questions, when was the first time that I experienced this? Literally answers start coming up for you to heal and to find a different meaning to make a different and more empowering meaning about things um, As a child, of course, as I said, my dad was not there for me But I could also choose as an adult to let my little Nina know that yes, that was not there For me because he was he needed to work, but sometimes we need to see it the most importantly, it's sitting with emotion and just feel the emotion, you know, allow your little Nina to cry and feel bad and then just make sense like, oh, clicking. When, just, when, when you are able to just make sense of things, you are able to relate um, moments in your life and then it's just, just the idea of having awareness and making sense will help you to heal because as an adult, you are able to see the wound and say like, wait, okay, yeah, I can see that my dad, you know, I felt the first time I felt like this with my dad, okay, but it's all right, okay, I'm here, I'm here, I'm gonna put some, you know, cream, some, something, alcohol, or allow it, I, I'll take out the band-aid, I'm gonna, you know, allow myself to, you know, heal, and there are different ways that you could uh, allow yourself to heal and I always say the more you feel the more you heal so sometimes you just need to literally cry about the event that happened in the past you know like crying like a little girl about what happened with your dad and just by allowing yourself to cry and then make sense of things like wait a minute but that really needed to work that didn't mean that I was not important for him that just meant that he loved me so much. Actually, I was always loved. I am so important. Actually, my dad working means that I'm so important for him that he had to even give up that time with me because he cares and loved me and I was so meaningful and he cares so much for me. You see how perceptions start shifting, but it's not to be done with your you know, mental mind, with your rational mind, logical mind. That doesn't happen. Healing doesn't happen with your mind. Just by you saying, yeah, 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 it makes sense. My dad needed to work for me. Yeah, I, I understand that. Just when you say, I understand that, that is you saying it with your rational mind and healing doesn't happen in that moment. 
Healing only happens when you allow yourself to feel what your little Nina, what your, your little girl needed to feel in those very moments and you feel and then you heal because from or through the feeling of the emotion, even though it's a negative emotion like the sadness, the hurt, through the feeling of that sadness and hurt, a, a realization will come up an insight will come out, a click will come, like a voice, a little whisper will come from within yourself. Your heart will tell you this, like, you know, you were so important for your dad. You are so important. That's why he worked. It was not because you were not important. It was actually because you were so important. You meant the world for him. And that is like the click, but that happens only when you see it and journal, have some space because just the, the the just the action of you sitting down in a with your piece of paper and pen is you making room for healing to happen because you are making a space. And then while you are writing down things, you know, emotions will come up, memories will come up, thoughts will come up. While you keep uh, writing down, you start feeling the emotions, and through the feeling, insights will come that will help you kind of like click and make sense of things. So I hope this made sense. And just to kind of wrap up and recap, number one, what you feel is real. Your emotions are always in accordance with your reality. So there is not such a thing as you are overreacting or you are being dramatic. That doesn't exist. What you are experiencing is real to you, for you. It makes sense that people don't understand what you're feeling because they didn't went through what you went through in your past experiences. But there's not such a thing as you being a drama queen because your emotions are always in accordance with your personal journey and reality. So number two, triggers. Triggers are messengers. Messengers that are letting you know that there is unresolved trauma, unresolved wounds, you know, that they are willing to be healed. And it is, this is an invitation for you to go deeper within yourself to heal. And number three, uh, sit and journal to feel. You know, feeling, it's healing. And whenever you sit down, whenever you are triggered and you start writing down from the questions of when was the first time that this happened to me? When was the first time I experienced something similar to this? Um, it will create this space for your unconscious mind to give you these whispers, these images, these thoughts, these memories coming up from your past so that you can feel the whatever your little girl needs to feel so that you can actually have new realizations, new shifts of perspective, perspective and perception uh, so that you can see things in a different way, you know, like just make sense of things. And of course, if you need support with this, uh, not, it's not always easy to see yourself. Sometimes, you know, you have blind spots and it's like, oh my God, I'm stuck in this emotion. I cannot see farther. I cannot have, I don't have any insight. I don't have anything that makes me think like, yeah, it's all good. No, it actually feels really bad. In those moments, reach out go um go out for help like you know uh, talk to someone uh, hire a coach or a, a counselor or a psychologist whatever you resonate with 
any sort of therapy look for for the opportunity especially when you are in the in in the situation of the trigger because everything is kind of like fresh and and there so it's easier to work through it and to heal next time you feel like a crazy latina <laughs> if you're a latina like me for example or someone just tell you you are being dramatic a drama queen overreacting remember that there is no such a thing as that your emotional body is expressing and is according to their reality and this only means you have to see it and ask yourself what do i need to heal where is this coming from this is an opportunity to heal and set yourself free from that pain and the last thing is that when you start healing your triggers and the wounds and the traumas you will start seeing in the external world manifestations of that you will attract different things you will manifest different things like for example right now my partner is completely different to my dad it's a completely different person and i can see how <laughs> I was able to manifest a, a very loving, caring, nurturing, respectful relationship. Um, and I know that all it took was my inner work. Like the moment that you start changing within yourself, your external world starts changing. Sometimes we feel so frustrated about what is going on outside and we want things to change. We want people to change. We want the external world to change thinking that it's about the external but it's not it's actually when you start changing within you when you start doing the inner work within you something magical happens in the external world like you start attracting different relationships manifesting different opportunities and creating room for something new in your life and the most amazing thing of this work i guess this is the reason why i'm so passionate because I have had so many triggers and I have gone through so many healing processes for my own life and, you know, uh, letting go so many things in my life and, and, and traumas and generational trauma, generational, you know, things. Um, and I've been able to, to understand more and learn different ways to do this healing uh, process more, you know, fun, enjoyable, easy and effortlessly and faster. And I guess this is the reason why I'm so passionate because I know that when you start healing, it's not just you changing uh, and, and having soul evolution because you evolve, you grow right through this inner work. But it's not just a benefit for your own soul and for your own life and your manifestation and experience on earth. But actually, you are like um, creating something completely new for your future generations and I guess this is what inspired me to continue doing my inner work because I'm thinking in my kids and the kids of my kids and the kids of the kids of the kids right in like my generations how different is going to be their reality having this awareness because what you know what you believe right now about yourself is going to be transmitted energetically and also through the experience to your children, to your kids, to the, your the grandkids, and you know, to your future generations, as I said, and it's exciting. You are creating such a new and different lineage, and I think that's a blessing. And you are here to change that, to change your generations. 
And so being said this, thank you so much for listening and spend this time with me. I hope this inspires you to go within, to heal, to trust and to co-create something different for yourself. And if you need support and guidance and encouragement, feel free to reach out. I'm still receiving some clients before the Christmas break and you know this topic makes me so so excited to work on and I get so committed when someone says I'm ready I want to work on myself I want to go within Uh, I celebrate I celebrate that so if it's this is you I would love to get to know you and get in contact so you can reach out through social media uh, or send me an email to ninaseguracoaching at gmail.com. And once again, thank you so much for being here with me and spending this time. This is something meaningful for me. And now I'm going to get in the kitchen and bake for the very first time in my life. <laughs> oh my goodness. And uh, I wish you a lovely day and I'll see you in another episode so in the meantime may you go within and live your truth i love you bye